Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Superficial Magic, the most magical place on the internet. I am your host, Megan Granger, and today I am joined by one of my best friends, one of the most brilliant women in the world. She is the host of Moon Me Podcast. She is a stand-up all about town, and I have shown her my vagina 20 times today in my (laughs) jean shorts. It's Dana Moon. Hi, everybody. You feeling a little sick today, Danes? I know. I... I have this weird throat thing mm-hmm. and a stuffy thing, mm-hmm. and I, f- it's it's really weird. I'm trying to like shake it. I'm trying to do everything I can to like shake it off. Yeah, shake it off. You yeah. were telling me it could be either you have the flu or you're ascending. You're not sure. Okay, so mm-hmm. I follow this Instagram account called the New Earth. Uh-huh. I've tagged you in some stuff. Oh, I know. I love it. It is the weirdest (laughs) Instagram, but it's always spot on with things that I'm going through that I can't describe. Okay. So I was reading about the 12 stages of light body ascension. Relatable. (laughs) (laughs) And... The basically it's talking about how the entire planet is undergoing a shift to a higher frequency. Thank God. Um, yes, but it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Not not if my psyche has anything to do with it. I'm like, I'm not changing, I'm not going anywhere. I'm like a Florida person with the storm. I'm staying right I'm here staying with right my ambient. Yep. So this is kind of what I was talking about. Um They say most flu epidemics are light epidemics. Okay. Does that make sense? Like you're releasing a bunch of stuff in your body as a mass consciousness. Everybody's kind of doing it at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So they're saying that the body drops density when the body drops. Is that just a cool way of saying you're going to lose weight? Well, it's saying you get symptoms of mutational symptoms, which I don't know how I feel about using the word mutational symptoms of flu, headaches, diarrhea, rashes, muscle and joint aches. So this is fun times. Hot. (laughs) (laughs) You just got really sexual when you said hot. So either you are dying of the flu and I'm going to get it too, or you're ascending. Uh, Maybe I'm ascending. Wow. I... One of those sounds better than the other, so I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. But what if I just always have the flu and I'm just like, I'm just constantly ascending. I'm evolving higher than all of you guys. You're like, no, you just are disgusting and you don't care. Take care of yourself. Girl who doesn't wash her hands. (laughs) Yeah. Sketch name. I've been drinking a lot lately. I know because I've been there with you almost every time. It's it's gotten so bad. I had a glass of wine Thursday at 3 p.m. 
we're almost at 3 p.m. and I'm wondering if we could do it again. You know what? I'm I gotta chill because I you know when you just get into the habit of drinking you don't want to drink but you're like oh this is the time every day I normally pour something and it's so stress relieving Mm -hmm. it's insane how well alcohol works on our brains and I hate it and I don't I want to cut it out too I'm going to cut out drinking with you we are doing a sugar cleanse on the um, superficial magic vibrator page so join superficial magic vibrators and we are all encouraging each other on three days of no sugar if you don't have an eating disorder or anything that will get triggered by that. Um, but it's not weight loss. It's just no processed foods, no Starbucks. No carbs? Oh, yeah, for sure carbs. For no sure. Starbucks? No, no. like if you got a black coffee from Starbucks, you could have it. But none of those vanilla latte drinks, which is what I have every morning and a cup as big as my head. And I can't do that anymore because... I start. I basically start my day with crack, six dollars of crack. I thought you don't drink coffee. I drink decaf iced vanilla lattes every day. So, whenever I drink those, I, I think it's the sh- I get more energy from the sugar than for the caffeine. It's disgusting, and, and then it like, goes away in ten minutes. It's just it's a like meth milkshake. I drink a milkshake every morning. So when you start your morning with that much sugar, mm-hmm. your body is going to crave it for the entire day. Absolutely. And that's all you want. Yeah. I just didn't have one today and I have wanted so much less sugar. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. I feel so much better already and still I don't, I still want to eat it. It's so weird. Well, yeah, it's the first day. So it's going to, it's going to take five days for you to not want it. Yeah. I cut out sugar for a little bit. I mean, I still don't really eat that much sugar. Stevia doesn't count as sugar. That's that natural, yeah, no, that's no calorie. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, or Truvia. I think Truvia tastes better than sugar to me. I don't even know what that is. It's just a really good nat. I mean, I don't even know if it's good for you. It's like natural from the earth okay. sugar. So it's so sugar is worse. They've done studies. It's worse than cocaine. I know. It's it's more addictive. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I got to the point where if I'm craving something and I have, I can have like, um, a tiny bit cause too much sugar. I can't even do too. I can't even do a lot anymore. Oh, I can't. I can't really either. I have the, so, the big Starbucks things. And then in the day I, I have a few cookies, but I have to split them up. Otherwise I crack out so hard. Yeah. You can train yourself. Yeah. To kind of like wean off it and then and then once you have it you're like this isn't even that good like this is just this is too intense i used to eat nerds remember the candy nerds those Mm -hmm. giant boxes they would sell them i would eat one of those every day and one time i was hooking up with a guy and i took off my bodysuit and like 20 nerds fell out of my bodysuit because i had been dropping them down my shirt all day long on accident i hope this was halloween no because that's the only reasonable explanation they and there was like a wooden floor and they just all like slowly scattered very loudly oh my god were you like my my bracelet broke yeah (laughs) oh my god my Uh, no i wish i would have thought of that instead i was like i'm sorry i was eating nerds today (laughs) i still want to hook up (laughs) um okay we have a few little tasks that we need to do first off Let's do a focus wheel back and forth really quickly like we did at Sushi the other day. Yeah. But let's do it about the podcast. Um, so yeah, people can hear what it sounds like. I just got so excited. I know. Okay. Um, so 
let's make this a really good podcast is our intention yeah um wait shouldn't we already have started with this <laughs> yeah cut <laughs> edit okay we edited it let's go um I feel like I say smart shit all the time on accident and so this will just be an opportunity for it to get captured that's my first one okay and then I piggyback mm-hmm. um get on this piggyback girl okay okay um I have a lot of uh, life experience and wisdom to share to help other people feel better about their own lives. I swear on my life when you just said that, I saw two flashes of light behind your head. Oh my God. I'm like, I have like a lot of energy inside my body now. That's just you having to poop because you Also, that's the weird. I'm trying not to laugh, and I, that weird laugh just came out. Uh, <laughs> um, I love communicating with people. I love reaching people. We have the perfect medium to do it. It's so easy. People Ooh. love to listen. <sighs> there are so many people out there who are ready for this type of information. Rush Limbaugh still has listeners. I wish I knew who Rush Limbaugh was. A terrible radio personality. It's just, it's kind of like if he can get listeners, anyone can. Yeah. You know? I also don't have to put makeup on or real clothes to do this. Oh, that's the best. Okay, let's think of one more. Um, Okay, I'm going to, I've been reading a lot lately, so I really feel like I have some gems to share. Mm. I have been performing a lot lately and and meeting uh, a lot of people and having really great interactions. And this is an avenue to um, expand that beyond shows. I love it. Yeah? I love it. Perfect. Perfect. I wasn't even self-conscious when I was doing that. The focus wheel? Yeah. No. no. Normally, I I get self-conscious... A little bit when it comes to like deep things because mm-hmm. i'm like really? well let me put a joke on it and do the worm out of here <laughs> and people are like she just said something like really deep and profound and i'm like Ugh, i gotta make it a little silly where's a clown nose <laughs> why is that girl leaving the room on her stomach where is that your friend no i don't know her anyway we all have the flu now <laughs> um so i want to tell you guys a little bit about a book i'm reading it's called Meeting the Mad Woman. Ooh, just the name. I know. An inner challenge for feminine spirit. Breaking through fear and destructive patterns to a balanced and creative life. I mean, what whatever. else? What? That's the best name ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. And it's for men and for women because we all have male psyches we all have female psyches we have to deal with our male and female energy so a man can read this book a woman can read this book you actually accidentally got me this book because our friend brought a pile of books over Mm -hmm. and you picked this one from the pile and Mm -hmm. forgot to take it did i forget to take it something like that whatever the case it was i didn't know i could take it i picked it out and i go oh i want to read this and then i was like oh i can't be that person that's just like taking books from people that's not you know what i mean and then you took it from me and started running away and i'm like well i thought someone else want a book i'm like i need it no i yeah it's i think you know 
you read it and then give it to me after. Okay, God great. damn it. Perfect. I'm almost <laughs> done with the first chapter. So so you read two chapters. I read two chapters. Um, this is oddly enough the book that had that chapter that I just turned the page to on um, She Devil. Remember that? When mm-hmm. I was talking to that guy about the movie She Devil and we were like, why are we talking about this? And then I opened to a random page of this book and it's all about, it was a chapter on the movie She Devil. I was just like, okay, so this book is holding some magic. And then I called you that day and I was like, all right, text you. I'm like, I got into the She Devil Comedy Festival. Yes. Let's go to New York. Exactly. That's it's very strange. Okay. So, um, okay, this book, I go to um, New York with Annabelle. I'm going to tell you a story about it. Uh, I go to New York with Annabelle last week. I get home and I've been traveling for seven hours that day. I am disgusting like right now I'm gross this isn't even touching the iceberg of what I look like that day Mm -hmm. I had been in a plane for forever I had gotten up at 4 a.m. and I did not get back to my house till 10 p.m. so 4 a.m. New York time to 10 p.m. LA time which is basically a full day which is basically two times longer than I'm used to being awake yeah (laughs) right and you were like didn't you have like Bloody Marys and like yeah sure I had a few Bloody Marys on the plane maybe a Xanax or yeah you know so I feel like whenever I combine drinks with like anti-anxiety stuff I just get like real disheveled looking oh yeah yeah I walk through that airport and um people it's just great when you look so bad people don't even look at you like there's no she looks bad there's no she looks good you just disappear because yeah. you look so terrible that's where I was at and uh I find that hard to believe though oh thank you um it was a pretty rough looking day so I finally get home I get in the bathtub it's the first bath I've taken since I've been on vacation because we've been and I've been gone for two weeks because I went home first so I get you're like it's the first bath I've taken for two weeks because I don't have time to shower when I'm traveling wait what because Annabelle took the bathtub the first day we were on vacation and like scrubbed her old spray tan off in it oh my god it's like that scene from the Tarzan movie where is it Tarzan where he was living in the mud in the mud or I don't know if it's Tarzan but it's a 90s movie and he was living outside it was it was for, exactly like for that. 30 years and then he took his first shower and he got he literally the whole bathroom was covered in brown dirt that's what this looked like and i and i when we had gotten to the hotel i was like oh it has a bathtub well no i'm not taking a bath after that no matter what the cleaning ladies bless their hearts say oh my god to it, because no so i'm in my first bath bubble bath hair up yeah I know I should take a full bath wash my hair I've been sleeping in a plane and doing god knows what with it for the last day Uh but I don't I just sit there and I start reading this book chapter six to be exact um the muse this book is all about the archetypes we unconsciously act out so that we don't have to deal with our inner mad woman because all of us have this like screaming what's I don't powerful know, powerful angry person inside of us that we brilliant that we never but brilliant want society yes but we never want society to be like she's crazy she's mad she's an angry crazy person so we all usually choose different ways to channel our energy um 
Oh my God, I have chills. To kind of hide that from ourselves. So I'm reading the chapter on the muse and I've totally become a muse in my life. Um, And it doesn't mean what it sounds like it means. I don't think I inspire men to create better art. Basically what it means is you turn off your own art so that the guy you're dating can be more brilliant. And that's always what I've done. I've always dated men that are very talented and they don't ask me to turn off my art, but I, it's like a, I'm almost like a pageant mom. Like I feel whoa, like they're doing it. I just had a realization. What? That is really intense. What? That is the exact reason why I don't date. Really? Or... I just realized it why I won't be in a relationship because I'm like I can't turn off my my light for you holy shit mm-hmm. I've always been saying I'm emotionally available I don't have time I've been making up all of these excuses and I like a light switch just went off right now so maybe you're amused too and you've just I've been playing into it and you've been denying it I really need to read the whole book to completely understand what the fuck I'm talking about, but... But share, yeah, share what you were reading. Oh, well, I mean, I'm trying to find something that will speak to everybody, but it's just basically, um, it's like actual women who have invoked the muse energy find it hard to be themselves, find Mm -hmm. it hard to express themselves, find it hard to find inspiration inside of themselves and when they're with somebody mm-hmm. and that's all of the things that i was sensing so i'm reading this in a book i'm just saying a thank you to the universe for you picking out this book from a pile of books that my friend brought to our house in the weirdest circumstances i don't know why it's in my hands it's helping me so fucking much i'm like thank you thank you thank you thank you bathtub i'm gonna sleep so well mm-hmm. heaven my phone goes off. Here we go. Ding. We get a test. Mm-hmm. I, I pick it up. Who could it be? I look at it. It's my friend. He's like, come out. Come to the bars. Let's drink. I'm with John. I put the phone down. And I'm like, oh, no. And I, well, I text back, you know, who's John first? He writes back, John Ham. You know the name of John Ham's show? Mad Men. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! I did not put that together. Holy fucking shit! I just realized that now. Yeah. Oh my! Now I have goosebumps so hard. Okay. So could wait. You have to. I know a little bit of this story, by the way. Yes. To everyone listening, I, I know. You. I know a tiny bit of it. Okay. So he's like John Hamm. I'm like, okay. Obviously, the most attractive person on the planet, on the on the earth. I've just read about being amused. And I've understood that my tendency is to go be a ridiculous person and try to hitch my wagon to people, not like hitch my wagon as a social status thing, because it would be the same thing if it was a barista who was brilliant, you know, but I just want to be my own inspiration. Mm -hmm. And so I go, that's so nice of you to invite me. I'm not coming out. Thank you for thinking of me. I'll see you this week. I put the phone down. I get back in the bathtub and I'm like, good job, Megan. You are literally fucking killing it. Then I notice 
I've subconsciously started to shave my vagina. <laughs> Wait, subconsciously? Was your subconscious shaving your vagina for you? Yeah. Are you? I just, I'm like patting myself on the back. Like, wow, I'm a hero, a true visionary. I am showing women the way home. Look at me. Boundaries. John Ham. no. Da-da, no. I'm in my bathtub. I'm going to live my life. And then all of a sudden I'm like, why am I shaving my vagina? This is hilarious. Okay. And so then I kind of talk myself, you know, I'm like, it's one drink. I should go. It's the next door. Why, you know, why wouldn't you? And I realize I'm getting out of the bathtub. This is all just so deeply acting out in me. It's like I'm out of body just watching somebody do something. Mm-hmm. And I go, I, I realize I have to be quick, you know, so I put Monistat all over my face, which P.S. Monistat, not the vagina cream, the cream for your thighs is the exact same thing as Smashbox primer. They're the exact same. Monistat has thigh cream? Yes. I'm sorry. I've never heard of that. It's like chafe, chafing cream. And if you put oh. it on your face, it's Smashbox primer. So I put my Monistat. Oh, what? <laughs> okay. Right? I'm so sorry to interrupt this story, but who told you that information? Uh, somebody on a beauty blog. Everybody uses it. In the, in the ingredients, it's the same thing? Exactly the same thing. Okay. So it's $8 for a giant thing of Smashbox primer, essentially. So I rub my Monistat all over my face. I put some brown eyeliner on. I do that like half troll doll ponytail I do sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? That looks like a little boner sticking out of my head. Yeah, I do that too sometimes. Yeah. Um, put on some lip gloss jumpsuit little kitten heels and my lift driver is outside and i am in the fucking car and we're headed we're headed east we're headed into ham (laughs) i don't know whatever so i get to the bar i run out of the car and i like jog inside i'm like hi i'm here i'm not desperate at all where's everyone totally just (sighs) stumbling through my guy friends are sitting there and they're like hi megan well um, the bad news is John left. He oh no had to go. He was getting recognized a lot. But the good news is you look psychotic. <laughs> oh dear lord! And, I, and also ran in. And I looked at the mirror behind. The like <laughs> I was like a disaster human. I was a mad woman. I was a fucking disaster. So. I then proceeded to have to pretend that the only reason. I went out that night was not to meet John Ham, marry John Ham, and drink with my friends after a long day of traveling and be like, yeah, no, no, tell me again what happened. Woo. Hell. Oh, no. So you end up staying out with, with your friends and you're yeah, like, I, I just want to be in bed. Like, just kidding. I've decided to go home too now. Bye. Like, what an asshole. Um, so that was, you know, that was my karma. It happened. So you think that this was like a this was a test from the it universe. It was a test, and I failed with like multi flying sparkler fireworks. But wouldn't you also it's so smoky? Wait, is is there a fire? <laughs> I think I just started a fire. Oh my god! There's the sage that we have burning. There's for sure. I think the fire alarm must will go off soon. I don't want to scare anybody's little ears. Should I press pause for a moment? Maybe we can pause and get the smoke out. Or it's fine. We can keep going. I was like, I thought that we were talking so mystically that the world was getting 
blurry. Yeah, you were like, I just, I see sparks fly. <laughs> and it's sage that's like burning my hair. <laughs> right when you said that sentence, I saw sparks. <laughs> but really, you're not even near the sage. I really did see sparks behind your head. They were not sage related. Ooh, what color were they? They're white. I see them sometimes when somebody says something really, um, I don't know, important for them. I see a spark behind their head. That's so sweet. Yeah. I love that. Right now I see a penis behind your head. Okay. Well, something that I haven't had in a very long time. Is it foreshadowing future <laughs> penis? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I failed the test. I mean, yeah, hilariously but I, failed. I also feel like you would always wonder. Yeah. What, what would happen if I went that night and hung out with him? Maybe we'd be date. I feel like any woman in their right mind right would go any woman in their right or wrong mind would go you just have to it's that kind of a thing it really is if you didn't go i'd be like megan really this is the time to stand up for yourself come on choose yeah i choose a different time i literally was like you know what feminism can wait one more day for me yeah my unconscious and all my progress give me one more night yeah i'll i'll quit tomorrow what about um, when I met John Ham mm-hmm. and had cheese popcorn fingers. Yep. And he was sitting and I was pretending to act like he wasn't there mm-hmm. because I didn't want to be that girl that was like, oh my God, it's John Ham. Mm-hmm. So I just started shoveling cheese popcorn into my mouth <laughs> as fast as possible because I'm like, it's totally like nobody's even going to, this is a great thing to do instead of looking around at people that you're sitting next to. Let me just shovel food into my mouth. <laughs> And then my friend Jeremiah walked by and he goes, Dana, got a lot of cheese on your fingers and hands. And he gave me this look and then walked away. And I was like, oh, God, I have cheese all over my hands. And I, kept, I wouldn't stop saying it out loud. I kept saying it out loud. I go, cheese. And then I was trying to get it off. And then John, who I've never met, stand up, stands up. He's like, all right, I got to go. Says bye to everybody. And then comes and touches my back. And I was like, oh, my God, John Ham's hands on my back. Ham hand. Ham hands on my back. And then I was like, I'm going to pretend like it's a, who pretends like nobody's there when someone's clearly there. Like, that's a weird thing to do. I Annabelle right? had nine Sharpies all lined up, 20 headshots signed. You went opposite. You went. You went. That's what opposite. I do. That I went too opposite to the point. It was like, this is too weird. Like, obviously, there's somebody and I, I didn't pay attention to the first time he put his hand back. And then he did it the second time. And I was like, okay, well, I got to look up now. And I turn around and he's like, so, oh my God, he's just so beautiful and dreamy. And he's like, nice meeting you. And in my head, I'm like, we never met because I wouldn't even look over at you. And then he goes to shake my hand. No, please no. Yeah. Yes. No, please no. Megan, yes. This happened. And I was just like, oh my God, so nice meeting you. Don't touch my hand. <laughs> like slow motion. Like, Did no. Did touch it? Yeah, but it was a little bit cleaned up. I think I only had like a little you bit were of. Like, I think I licked most of it off. <laughs> I think I had my flu tongue. I had like a little bit of avocado on like my knuckle. Like, oh my god! I, yeah, I am the worst version of myself at parties. I think you're so fun at parties because I get so drunk. Mm. Right there, we go. That's what. Because I'm I just get so overwhelmed mm-hmm. with so much, so much energy around me. Mm-hmm. So I literally drink a ton. If I'm not drinking, I'm like constantly eating. It's a very I'm like I need to be putting <laughs> something, something needs to go in this mouth. in my in my body so that I'm like 
rather than just like do like protective exercises before well who we're not lame yeah we gotta get to the party where the party at where the party at protective exercises we gotta get drunk girl i know but sometimes pathetic yes no we we need to do protective exercises because i'm the same way um in a different way i drink too much i eat too much but i also talk too much i don't know what i'm doing there but no i don't think you talk too much um you're such a listener to me yeah that's true you're a good listener I don't, when I'm drunk at a party, I just like I'm not gonna pretend John Ham isn't sitting there. I'll be like John Ham, yeah. Or you know, it's just it's too much. I I need to chill out. Um, I can't believe that Mad Woman and Mad Men. Mm-hmm. I can't, I'm like a little bit flabbergasted right now. I'm trying to find my words and. My brain is reeling. What is that? So, okay. I have to change. You have to change. The world has to change. It's all coming up. I'm uncomfortable. I was so comfortable a year ago. Everything was so good. And now I want more. Oh my God, so much more. Everything needs to change. I can't just take an ambient at night and blissfully black out. Mm-mm. I feel guilty. I feel like hustle, 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 hustle. And not just for money, but for the universe and for the world. And I can't relax. Yeah. Do you feel that way too? Oh my God. I have to change so much. I have never been so uncomfortable in my life. Really? Ever. In every single aspect, you know, like uh, career, love, money, home. Yeah. Family relationships. Like I just every aspect I'm like this all needs to elevate because this is so not where I want to be it's really and it's all hitting me at once and it's like I burn out because I work so much so much but I don't know how to work smarter Mm-hmm. I know how to work hard mm-hmm. and I'm fine. Like constantly like get up and go the whole day. Go, 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 go. But I burn myself out. I get tired. Like I don't want to be working that hard. Yeah. I don't think to be successful, you need to kill yourself to do it. Right. I used to think like that. So Abraham Hicks, who we're obsessed with, correct mm-hmm. would say that you cannot attract comfort from a place of discomfort yes the law of attraction will not allow it no matter how much you deserve it you cannot create feelings of comfort if you're con if you in the moment are feeling uncomfortable because the law of attraction keeps bringing you stuff to make you feel uncomfortable we both feel uncomfortable right now let's focus on you can you do a quick like four spoke focus wheel on what is comfortable right now um, Maybe my bed. You look very comfortable. Yeah. So I'm in very comfortable clothing. Mm-hmm. I'm lying on a super comfortable bed. I'm hanging out with a friend who I always feel very comfortable around. I have the ability to rest whenever I need. Uh, I have resources to get a massage go to the spa to take care of myself we should go do that later yeah we should go get a massage i got one on thursday 
<laughs> I'll get one again. <laughs> I'll do it. Are you daring me? I did this focus. I don't know if it was a focus wheel this morning. I just kind of wrote. It was very Abraham. And I started with, I'm a vibrational being. Uh, I have my thoughts affect how I feel. And I wrote, how I feel dictates my next actions. Whoa. Uh, My actions produce the world I live in. Whoa. And I sat there with it and I was like... I got this like surge of energy of like oh my god I am so powerful yeah and then it went away so I don't think it's so weird went away I think because I went to that Abraham Hicks conference you know and they're like that's how you feel naturally all the time you're actively keeping it away I am actively keeping it away and I know I'm doing it me too it's so like we don't have to do more we have to do less we have to stop doing the stuff that's stupid and you can see it in other people's life so clearly I'm like just stop doing that and you'll be fine it's taking up so much energy for you to keep doing this just stop and then you'll have momentum but in our own lives it's it's the unconscious it's meeting the mad woman it's our archetypes just living out in us every day making us shave our pussies to go meet John Hamm to I mean I live I lived with a man for two years and I focused all of my energy on him. Yeah, I remember. That was terrible. To avoid my own power or to suppress my own... You know, I gave him so much... I gave my power away yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. I let him talk to me. Like, looking back, I'm like, I was a completely different person. Mm. It, it's so crazy. Like I let him talk to me any way he wanted and speak to me. And the day I like spoke up for myself and I was like, I will not let this man treat me like this. He changed. Really? Cause it was a deep, like he knew it was for real. Yeah. Cause I was just, he knew that like, if that I knew my worth, he's, he's a smart guy. He saw me go, she knows her worth now. Because before he knew how he could treat me because I let him. Yeah. And this is most relationships. Mm-hmm. People talk to you because they, they know that they can to some extent. And then until you know how important you are and how much respect you deserve, because we're all worthy beings, right? You, you shouldn't, you don't take any abuse from anybody. Yeah. Do you think that that rings true for our relationships with things besides people like money? Do you think? Oh, yeah. Suddenly are like, I know my worth. Oh, yeah. The universe or money. Yes. Responds. Yeah. So I am getting so much better with it. I have such a weird thing with money because of my mom and dad. Ugh, those people. Same. And like, I mean, yeah, they instilled my mom was just like if you want anything in life you have to work hard like she would literally be like work herself to the bone and i would see her work so hard to like make we were always comfortable but she'd work so hard for that so i have some stuff that i'm like slowly i guess uncovering but like lately i've been getting paid for shows wow not a lot that doesn't matter but i am like i can't keep doing this for free 
yeah i've been doing this for five and a half years most of the time for free and there has to be an energy exchange because i'm just gonna burn out mm-hmm. so i've been last week i've made money from every show dana you not told me that it's not a ton of money it doesn't matter if it's five cents no one makes money from shows mm-hmm. that's a huge accomplishment and yeah people who don't do stand-up people barely ever make money i mean even like joe rogan yeah and bill burr at the comedy store make 25 dollars a spot people don't know this if you're paid regular at the comedy store you make 25 bucks that's the way of the game yeah you got to go on the road and headline Mm -hmm. to make money but yeah to make money in la and also i mean i i kind of traveled to like orange county i was in um redlands and i mean whatever but it's once you start feeling worthy of it yeah and i noticed you said that you feel really uncomfortable right now and your mom you said she was always we were always comfortable Mm -hmm. so maybe something about being comfortable right now you're like i can't feel that because i have to change this system and this pattern everything that's interesting thanks i've been reading meeting the mad woman by no that's really spot on i never like looked at it that way so our brains are so weird it's so much looking at yourself of what is going on without looking at your our story so deeply because we've created a narrative that Mm -hmm. is so often not real and it's just like look at your base core unconscious behaviors and what you're accepting what you're not accepting what you're changing what you're not changing what you're putting up with and that's kind of what you did with i almost said his name that's kind of what you did with your old friend (laughs) (laughs) and a lot of things are coming up like a lot of old relationships i've had in the past where people treated me a certain way Mm -hmm. are kind of i'm like running into those people and having sort of a similar interaction i'm seeing that they're treating me differently you're like beyonce now you're just like hi yeah it's it's weird it's kind of also showing me like my growth wow talk about what you did this week because oh my god inspiration where should i begin um it depends on what details you want to share you can tell as little or as much as you want i can mean i can share the whole thing great so I started my podcast, mm-hmm. the movie podcast, the best through a network because I was a guest and the guy who started the network saw me at a show and, and pulled me aside after the pod- podcast I was a guest on and was like, we should start one here. You need your own podcast together. Let's start one. Be at the network. And he had me pair up with... I guess that detail doesn't really matter. He had me pair up to do one with a counselor. It was going to be me and a doctor giving like sex and love advice. And we did like the run through and it just fell off. And here's what I should have listened to because I was going back and forth for the next month. Cause I was like, I'm not going to do that podcast with her. I'm going to either do one on my own or not. And it w- I was going back and forth about getting my own equipment and doing it on my own or going through them for like a month. Right. And I think deep down I knew I should, I just stood on my own. Your gut now. Yes. And I didn't listen to it. You un- acted unconscious. Mm-hmm. So 
I started working with this network, never signed any paperwork, cut to a week ago or two weeks ago. I'm podcasting with Rachel O'Brien and she's so smart. I mean, just a badass chick, like just knows her shit in and out. Yeah. Straight to the point. Yeah. And so we have this conversation that kind of shifts everything for me. And she's like, well, what's the contract? Look at the contract. So I'm like so grateful that her and I had this interaction. I look at the contract that I haven't signed and it says they want, uh, this is so ridiculous to keep 10% of of any, everything that I make that doesn't have to do with the podcast. Mm -hmm. And then they want like a 50, 50 split. Wow. Of all the money that I make live appearances, merch, everything. No. Ownership. Ownership. No. I couldn't even talk about certain things. And I was like, oh my God, I have to go on my own. I knew I had to go on my own. So it's been the past week. I've just been legal. I've been talking with a lawyer. I've been talking with them. I've been going back and forth, sending emails. And I've finally had this really uncomfortable conversation that I I like had a couple sips of wine before calling him because he's also a friend of mine and he like owns the network and I was just like this doesn't work for me I don't want this you're How gonna hard was that I think my voice was like shaking in the beginning for sure Mm. And then to cover it up, I was like, I just got a little bit louder because I was like, he won't tell. I'm scared if I'm getting louder. If my voice shakes louder, no one hears. <laughs> <laughs> but I really was proud of myself because I st- I've never stood up for myself to a grown. I mean, I have, but business wise. Oh, yeah. This is my first. Ex- this is a huge lesson. Mm-hmm. My first experience. And. I, it was it was so crazy that like once I started speaking up for myself, it kind of became easier though. Mm-hmm. Where I was just like, this contract doesn't work for me. I want to do it on my own. I know I can do it on my own. I was excited to start the podcast. I have all these numbers and downloads. I don't want to delete the episodes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well how does this benefit me then and i'm like you deleting the episodes is just fucking me over mm-hmm. right and either way you put in the work the episodes are done so you pulling the plug plug on it yeah i can start over but like i don't want to and also we can work together in the future you have a production company like you know what i can do when it, in comedy you know like the trajectory of my career and like we, we can have a working relationship and benefit each other later on and then he kind of got back on my side and was like okay how can I work with you so you got your episodes you got your name you got everything and now you're on your own that's the final email that I just sent him of confirming everything Dana I know huge thank you it's a it's I was about to say scary, but I'm going to replace it with exciting. It's a really exciting place to be. It's a lesson I need. Granted, I was like riddled with anxiety Mm -hmm. for like a few days and out of my mind a little bit. But this is a huge lesson I had to learn. Yeah. And I'm happy I'm learning it now. 
Me too. I mean, think if you would have signed it, that would be terrible to be giving 50% of your money to somebody for your stuff forever. Mm -hmm. I would. Yeah, that that's no bueno. When you know you can just do it on your own. It's Mm -hmm. like it's not like a a digital show where you need someone with a camera and to edit and it's uh, on your own though. That's kind of the theme of today. It's you know because you can't be amused by yourself muse takes two people and that's my habit is doing that and so i need to be on my own i haven't dated anyone in a really long time but i'm always in something weird and i'm just kind of in the same career point as you and i'm just ready to stand on my own and Mm -hmm. face the universe and be like let's do this together I'm way diminishing my ego. I don't know shit. I. It's not about looking good. It's not about being cool. I will never accomplish those two things. I just want to let my soul shine. Shine. And that's all I think any of us can really ask for. Be the mad woman you were born to be. Dude, I'm fucking crazy. I got to just shine. let it all out. What's the craziest thing you've ever done? probably things it, it was all when I was younger mm-hmm. and I was just pure me I, I would have loved to meet that crazy my family was terrified of I me I bet you like were a biter like I bet you bit yeah people. yeah I was always lurking I bet you had crazy hair my yeah it was short my mom kept it short because it was always messy because you were never going to take a bath yeah, well, I mean, I showered sometimes. I was always outside in yeah. the woods. I bet you had, like, gum in your hair. I mean, now you're just like, I bet you were homeless on the side of the road living in a dumpster. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I just see you as one of those... I bet you had eye crust in your eyes all the time. You had so much eye crust that your eyes were shut. But you had earwax and kids made fun of you. Like, wh- what? You should, do, you should do that again, though. Yeah, be a bad woman again. No, I want you to. Um, No, I just see you as, like very outdoors and all the time outside not, I never wanted to take a bath when I was little or a shower or anything and I always had I would, in my hair so I'm projecting myself oh you. I would take one minute showers mm-hmm. and I would tell my family I took a to thir- to go I would tie myself one minute shower and my <laughs> they'd be like we're not asking you to do that you smell bad <laughs> like, wait Dana that's not nothing to brag about you're still dirty and I was like 30 second shower and now I'm doing 30 second showers my family drove me to the psych ward when I was 13. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Because I was so angry at them. I was just Whoa. like, they don't get it. They don't get what the world's about. They're mean and they're putting me down. And like, I knew, I, I just thought I was like, they're not letting me be who I want to be. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, they don't, they don't get it. They don't know what this life is about. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't speak and walked around the house glaring at them with lowered eyes like demon eyes and then they were like Dana I didn't see you there (laughs) and then I would just slowly walk back (laughs) and not break eye contact I did it for two days do you know what the only thing that would make that better sorry go on and then I'll like my mom would give me cleaning assignments and I would start doing them and then I would just be staring at her <laughs> slowly like cleaning a dish 
like my sister was like i'm scared of her (laughs) i was gonna say the only thing that could make this better was when they dropped you off at the psych ward and you turned watched them go and you just whispered 20 second shower (laughs) i'm crying oh my god Oh my god, I'm crying. My, so my mom and my sister drive me to the psych ward, and I'm still not speaking. And my sister turns around and she goes, "Dana, if you say one word, we won't leave you at a mental hospital. Just say something." And I just looked back. And then in my mind, I'm like, maybe I'll meet a cute guy. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like 13. I'm 13. Did you meet any cuties? So we get there and my mom was like, I don't know what's wrong with my daughter. She just, she won't speak. She's, there's something. I just, I can't deal with her. She has issues. And they were like, we're all full. (laughs) We're all booked up. And then they just, they drove me back. And uh, I was willing to go. That's crazy. I was like, I don't want to be around my family. I will go in a psych ward. I, I did the exact same thing. I, my psych ward had a spot open. I had to stay there for a week and a half. We talked about it on the Adderall, Adderall and Compliments Depression podcast. How old were you? I was 19. And I think I had some of the same thoughts. Like, this sounds like something that will be really great in my book. Maybe I'll meet a cute guy, getting away from it all. This is why we're friends. Relaxation, a little spa treatment, not realizing I was going to like a state <laughs> crazy farm where this woman in my room that shared it with me would kept showing me every night a picture of herself getting married and she'd be like, I got I had a December wedding so I could wear a muff. Always, always have a December wedding, uh, always wear a muff. What? And I would be like, What? Okay. And she brought a color me. Like what? What's that? Was she a nurse? No, she was a person who had to be in the board oh. with me. My <laughs> my roommate, and all she talked about was muffs and doing my colors. <laughs> she would do my makeup. My parents came to visit me. I had like two <laughs> hot pink <laughs> spots on my cheeks. And they're like, "How are you?" And I was like, "I'm doing better." <laughs> But I had done it because I had I had to get out of my life. Like my I just had a really shitty little draw of it at the time and no one would listen to me and so I acted like a complete loon, which I also was, and um was able to create a different trajectory for myself. I realize not everyone's fortunate enough to do that, so um or unfortunate enough to do that, whichever. Fortunate. Right. Uh, I just remember when I got out, I made my dad, I got out at like 10 o'clock at night and I made my father and sister go <laughs> take me to see Buddy, the movie in theaters. Wow. <laughs> Wait, Buddy the Elf? Yeah. I was like, I want to see Buddy. And they were like, no, it's very late. And I was like, you don't know what I've been through. Like makeup running down my face. And then they were like, okay. And I was like, yay, with like popcorn and a soda. You're like, next stop, where can I get muffs? I need to get muffs. Like, I think this made Megan crazier. Your family is like, oh no, what have we done? Oh my God, it's impossible. She wasn't this... Don't don't you think? Oh my god! I'm sorry. I just moved no. your bed. Um, no, it's okay. Are you? Girl interrupted. Yes. One of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. 
do you think psych words make people crazier <sighs> i don't know it's it's a hard one i think olden day psych words made people completely oh yeah they were giving them shock therapy mm-hmm. they were screwing up their brains completely terrible there there's some places though that are such a gift but this this book talks a lot about psychosis as well because it, i never understand what exactly is happening because i always want to believe in the universe and healing and um the power of our souls to overcome mm-hmm. unconscious stuff like that but it seems like with psychopaths are with people who have mental disorders they see hallucinations a lot and stuff it sometimes i feel like can they ever and not that i'm lumping psychopaths together with people who have hallucinations they're completely different things i just in school we were always taught you can't heal it because i i went to school to be a psychologist and i never understood why what if you're like just embrace who you are i think that's fine but i think it's really hard to embrace who you are when you're seeing spiders crawling over everybody and it's just scary what if what if i embrace my mad woman and then i become schizophrenic well i would feel really guilty for doing this podcast but i'd also be like she's free now and i'm a little bit jealous i have twisted and turned my life into something where i'm a very safe non-crazy person and I'm Ooh. ready to let that go because I used to be full psycho. Yeah, me too. When I was younger, I was just like truly. What is that quote? I just had a different thought. Like, life is about unbecoming. Mm-hmm. Chipping Un- off the layers of what you Un- pretended to be or whatever. Yeah, like I was just so free as a kid. And I was so in touch with my imagination. And I was like a wild person. I would just go outside and do sprints and scream at the top of my lungs (laughs) for no reason. (laughs) I would just be sprinting around my backyard screaming. (laughs) Just because I felt like it sometimes. I just had energy to get out. And then I would go do something else. Like... It's like society tells us to, that we have to be all of these things and for men and women. And it's like, who the fuck told you how to tell people how to live our lives? And the patriarchy hurts men as much as it hurts Oh my women. God. It's just this terrible set of, we all have to act so reasonable. And it's like, um, excuse me, I'm pretty sure our earth is dying and melting and children are starving and we're giving no love to each other. And I can't just believe that that's all there is to this so and it yeah yeah, it all stems from fear Mm -hmm. and having control yeah wanting it's that's wanting to control the all of this is based on humanity's desire for control because this is such an unknown territory it's weird being a human you're just dropped off on earth and like figure it out and all you have it's in your mind is a sense of how to control your environment and so when you see people not following the rules Mm -hmm. of society is like that's the worst thing you can do Mm -hmm. no like mm -mm. so i think our goal this week is to start expressing the mad woman because i think once we get out some of our anger and um energy a little bit we'll have more manifestations uh 100 so i think i see it coming in the form of like 
just letting go yeah and it comes back to what you're saying about worthiness too letting go seeing your own worthiness no matter how you are and knowing that you maybe going outside into the woods doing some sprints and and murdering and screaming oh wait what 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 did you just say what did you say okay what yeah go for i said go for a walk i'm pretty sure you said murder Huh? Did you ever pretend to be murdered as a kid? Like that was a game you played and then mm-hmm. parents yelled at you and were like, you can't pretend you're being drowned in a pool screaming help. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get back to being that mad, crazy child I was. Yeah, I can, I, I can see a real longing in you. Really? Mm-hmm. Every time you talk about yourself as a child, you stare over at that side of my room and like a wistful look comes over you and I can see you seeing it and you seem so sad that it's gone. I have moments where it's back, Mm -hmm. especially when I'm on stage. And is that all of our goals is to like find that inner child? Yeah, I guess. But I also noticed that when I'm connected to that, like inner child and who I was then, I allow people. And I've noticed this like when I was uh, early 20s, maybe. I don't, I can't remember. Because I would have moments of it coming back. And I yeah. noticed when it did, it would be, it would like kind of like spread to other people. Other people were just like, I'm so silly when I'm with you. I don't know why, but I like it's weird whatever i like it but you're weird okay bye (laughs) i love that yeah that is the best thing i think you can spread just people getting back in touch with their actual impulses Mm -hmm. and their spontaneity and they're like i want to quack like a duck right now and i just i think of like real housewives of dallas which is the bleakest show i've ever seen i love real housewives but it's just people who don't have an ounce of soul left to me yeah to watch it it's so weird it's like watching robots um they're just so made up so much plastic surgery that because i i certainly enjoy that aesthetic sometimes it's more just like i feel like it's a part of the country where you're not allowed to be spontaneous Mm -hmm. and i grew up in that part of the country and maybe i'm projecting a lot there too but i don't know it just makes me sad that people can't be like bah yeah of a conversation that's why la is so fun i know because you can just act however and people are just like yeah that's fine need to bring the la everywhere and we have to do the same you know we have to go be la my favorite thing to do which is with one of my guy friends we would just go to the grocery store and just be crazy and I, say ridiculous things to people. People would jump on ba- they jump on board and they would just mm-hmm. be saying weird things back, having and laughing and having fun and like just being an idiot and being free to just embrace like looking dumb just to be silly and have fun is kind of like mo I feel like people respond to that. They're like yeah why not we're all here getting groceries we don't yeah why have we just been pushing carts around like not making eye contact when you could actually have one ounce of smiles in this world yeah um oh i I remember once this was before we were good friends i saw i heard a commotion at Mm -hmm. the trader joe's sample table guess who it was 
you. Oh. <laughs> Doing bits. Really? Handing out people, crackers and cheese. Really? I don't remember this. I know. It's just your natural way of being. I was like, hi, Dana. <laughs> Somebody else, it was a comedian, ran into me and they were like, you were just doing a full on bit with the security guy. And I was like, I was. <laughs> Sounds about right. I didn't realize it. I was just like, ah, life is boring. You got to make it fun. Agreed. That's just how Let's I feel. It. I'm like day to day. Like we got to like spice it up. Yeah, we we got to we got to bring the uh, the power to be free in bigger cities to people who live in smaller cities. I need to bring it. And some people have embody it. They're just way radder than me. When I go home to Wichita, I'm like a robot person. I'm not strong enough yet. I'm going to try. Um, You're going to get can, there. We can fade in here and it's not so scary mm-hmm. to like no one remembers that's the girl who talked to the security guard no one gives a shit uh it, when you go back to the grocery store it's not like everyone knows you mm-hmm. so it's easier but i have one last question for you mm-hmm. regarding all of this and i have one statement to add okay. after what what's your statement after your question no you, you say we're statement. so polite it's annoying i know we're like two canadian people <laughs> I so what has helped me with people's perceptions of me that everyone is judging other people based off how they judge themselves yes so if somebody judges themselves extremely extremely harsh then that's their lens on the world mm-hmm. and it it's like you have no control over it nothing personal it's nothing personal at all and also i read this today same same author different very similar this is just this new earth instagram this really helped me and this is probably something that you're gonna be like yeah obviously dana i know that no um but this has to do with love maybe i screenshot it Nope, that's just your pussy. Oops, oops. I'm like, pause the podcast. You guys need to hear this quote. (laughs) You're like, love is a powerful emotion. Okay, maybe not. All right. What what did it have? What what was the theme besides love? What was the gist of it? Basically, how people respond to your love. I guess it's the same thing. How people respond to your love has nothing. If somebody rejects you or mistreats you Mm -hmm. when you've opened up your soul and your heart to them, that's what they do to do to themselves all the time. (gasps) I had to share it. I love it. That's what they're doing to themselves every day. Oh my God. So move on baby and keep and showing that heart and recognize when you're doing it to somebody else and i've done it to other people yeah, and where you are stifling yourself mm-hmm. I, we also need to read the shadow self by debbie ford such an amazing book on when you see something you hate in other people it's oh. just the part of yourself that you won't let <sighs> be oh yeah and yeah so um my last question for you our homework this week was to kind of get more in touch with our anger, um, our mad woman. But then when we were talking in the beginning, we said, if you're feeling uncomfortable, you can't create feelings of comfort, which I know is to be is true from the law of attraction. So if we're feeling angry, how are we going to draw? How do we release anger without being angry? 
I honestly don't think being angry will draw anything but more anger. And now I've confused myself. Not suppressing the anger, not denying the anger, Mm -hmm. letting it flow, experiencing Uh, it. Just not judging it. Letting it come as it comes, not holding on to it. Okay. Not, definitely not judging it. And just feeling it and knowing that it's okay. More of it. You'll feel more more of it if you condemn yourself for feeling. Okay. If you judge why you're feeling angry, if you blame, if you spiral down to where it comes from, who you can blame, who you can also add on to other things that they've done. And you know what? I I just realized too. It takes it to the Abraham Hicks. P.S. We're all reading Abraham Hicks' The Law of Attraction. So for book club for this. So get back, get back on that book with us too. Okay. Um, but it brings it back to step one, which is recognizing contrast. So you have to live in the contrast. You have to recognize when you don't like things. You have to live life. And sometimes that life includes anger. And when you see something that makes you angry, you honor your anger and you focus on stuff you can do to help solve it. Yeah. And you're never going to get it done. Never going to get it done. Never going to get it right. You're just going to keep growing. And that is I kind the of, only goal. I like that. You kind of like... You, and then you're never going to get it done? Yeah. Never going to get it right? Yeah. And then you said that, that kind of... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, I was done. No. That comforted me. Oh, really? I like that. That's very comforting. Yeah. It takes a lot of the pressure off. It really does. Because you're not gonna ever get it done and you aren't ever gonna get it right and so just chill out Mm -hmm. i'm telling this to myself yeah like take a day dude come on dude i just start calling myself dude (laughs) dana i love talking to you this was healing as always as always so healed by you i hope people enjoy our conversation um you can join the uh, Facebook group, Superficial Magic Vibrators, on uh, Facebook. I already said that. Where mm-hmm. can they find you? At Dana Moon Me on Twitter, Instagram, um, and my podcast, Moon Me Podcast, on oh, iTunes. So good. So many people have come up to me and said that they're obsessed with that. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Um, I feel bad that there's not an episode this week, but... Well, you're going through a little... Yeah. Going through a little bit of a change. I think it's for the... It, I think it will just make the podcast better. Absolutely. Um, I I know you're going to reach so many people, and you're, you're such a good person. So you make people die laughing, and you bring... You do bring a really silly, beautiful energy into people's lives, and I'm so proud of you. Thank you. You're too, too, too kind to me. Will you come back? Yeah. <clears throat> she had to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah, well, I think so. And then I just sprint out of here and scream. <laughs> you do the warm out. Um, okay, vibrators, we will talk to you soon. I hope you have a great week. I'll see you next Monday. I hope everybody is doing good on their sugar cleanse and um, reading The Law of Attraction by Abraham Hicks. Uh, also meeting the madwoman, Linda Leonard. Great book. Um, 
kind of big. Hope it's not expensive. But anyway, uh, no need to get that book. I'll just probably be talking about it for the rest of my life. Uh, okay, I will talk to you guys next. Bye, guys. This is what you gotta do. Ain't no treadmill. No, no, no. Ain't no bicycle. No, no. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.